There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Mrs. Boutique, your alternative adult shop. Looking for a naughty novelty gift? Then look no further. Mrs.Boutique.com Subscribe to our mailing list to receive updates on sales and new products. Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to today's show. It is all about protecting your unicorn. And over the past couple of months, if you've listened to the last episode, you will hear how we've traveled with some unicorns lately. And so we have a special guest, Luna, who is all over our social media. Um, she's going to share her perspective on what it's like to be a unicorn in the lifestyle, what it's like traveling with us, her perspective with us, and uh, just general conversation all about this topic. Poor girl is in trouble. And hey. as you hear, Spencer's <laughs> here too. So welcome guys to the show. Hi, everybody. So Luna, tell us how long you have been in the lifestyle for. Well, I have been in lifestyle for over 15 years. That's a oh, long time. Yeah. I started off as a young swinger with mm-hmm. my husband, mm-hmm. and we were together for 10 plus years. How was that in general? It was like uh, very old school because it started off with a group of friends, backyard barbecues, or just like going to the club and hitting the after hours together. So did you guys necessarily know you were swingers at that time, or it was just like your lifestyle, you just like to party and just like have fun with other people? It was all about the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We really didn't know what swingers actually were. Mm-hmm. I, um, I officially got introduced as a swinger in my late 20s after we had been at it for four or five years. Were you just like, oh my God. Wow, Uh, that's a little bit of time to pass. Yeah, yeah. Were were you shocked when you were like, wait a minute, this is what's happening here? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) The joke was the upside down pineapple in the supermarkets. Mm where the sexy moms was walking around with this upside down pineapple on her su- in her shopping cart and I wanted to know what that meant mm-hmm. and and at that time like in the early 2000s that's how swingers identified themselves Wait, in the did you actually field. see that out of yeah. the supermarket? Yes. Stop it. I've yes. never seen it in real life happen. But if you buy a pineapple and you want the perfect juice, you have to turn it upside down. I know, I've seen that recently <laughs> scrolling through Facebook. You want to so get funny. your juices flowing and you flip the yeah. pineapple upside down. That's yeah, on. I want the juices flowing. It's not perfect unless it's pineapple upside down and twisted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Twisted, all right. Now we're getting into the stuff I like. Now, my first encounter with a unicorn was in the end of my of that marriage, mm. where we had met some single ladies amongst lifestyle couples Mm -hmm. and we fell in love with this one particular unicorn took her home and it was a wrap Mm -hmm. three years together oh shit so what was that what was that like was it it was wild because unicorns make their own rules Uh and while i had the wife rules she got to to have her own aspect on things that I didn't really have access to mm-hmm. because my husband was like, well, you know, I, 
he was like he didn't want anybody to touch me he 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 wanted to be very overprotective mm -hmm. but for her he didn't like really care about what like unless she was safe as long as she was safe she, had she was happy mm -hmm. she was free to be with whoever and act how she ever how she felt mm -hmm. and that was a challenge for me because i was very reserved conservative and also discreet about mm -hmm. my lifestyle but she was very open mm -hmm. and with her i had my first throttle experience in the public mm -hmm. where you know you're you're with your partner walking down in the plaza and you have this sexy young woman with you and she looks half our age and the the hype of the crowd and that was a big wow for mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. um but then she also had her own boyfriend mm -hmm. so there were times where my husband and her they would go out and her boyfriend would stay in the house with me help me cook and mm -hmm. take care of the kids and vice versa oh how interesting so when he after he became too protective with me i started be vocalizing how the pressure was too much mm -hmm. i wanted to the freedom at like a unicorn but in my relationship and i feel that that was a great um aspect to bring up in the negativity that i felt towards her for it because yeah. she was very free and open and I wanted to have the same. Yeah, so you were almost getting resentful because she got this, like, glamorous, fun life. Yeah. And you had to stay home. and You had to do the other stuff. That, yeah, because uh... he would be like, hey, let's go. They would go out and they would link up with other unicorns and other lifestyle. And I'm at home and doing the home, the you know, yeah. the kids and the cooking. So I... how long did that go on for? Three, uh, three years. Mm -hmm. Three years. And then at the end of that situation, it was more about we had all different um, um, goals for our lives. We started seeing things more as individuals and they stayed together and I and I went off and did my own thing. Wow. Well, how did that emotionally make you feel? Was it sad or were you like ready and you were like, I'm we good? We argued and fought a lot, uh -huh. but then it was just very, it's just a peaceful collaboration. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really good then, because it sounds like you kind of like found some of the pieces of you that you knew were really important that yeah. you needed. We found things in her that we didn't know about ourselves mm -hmm. and that awakened to new new ideas and new, new goals to how we wanted to become. Yeah. So then did you automatically become a unicorn in the lifestyle by yourself or no. what did you do? I kind of like uh, stayed away from the lifestyle for a bit mm -hmm. until... Um, I was at a rave and I met an amazing couple and it was just love at first sight. But um, they brought me to a New Year's takeover and that was like the rip of the band-aid for me. <laughs> it was all over there. And like, the rip of I the mean, <laughs> but, but I would imagine, I mean, I know that you were in the scene for a while prior to, but, you know, as time went on, I do think that the swinging scene has like changed so by the time Trying you had gotten to, to like day and and have that lifestyle without the lifestyle was the most difficult thing in finding myself mm -hmm. um because like even at that rave when i met that amazing couple i was like dancing up on ladies and you know the guys too mm -hmm. and you know being 
like how I didn't know being you floating around. <laughs> yeah, and I, but I was I think being it, myself, but I didn't know that was unicorn was energy. Theme. Right, and <laughs> I do think that the raves have a have a huge crossover to what swinger parties are like. I know f- for sure ours do because that's Spencer's history. So. You know, like when you come to a Mind Mentor Parties event, I think that you get that crossover mix. They're very hippie yeah. and open-minded. Yeah. And if you look at back at Woodstock, everything was just love and light and orgies everywhere. Yeah. But they don't talk about that yeah. all the time. Which I don't know why. They should. <laughs> they like, really well, should. Well, when I came into that hotel takeover, I was very protected. Mm-hmm. I was what, what you call untouchable. It was like, she's new. She's never been in this situation before. And if anybody touches her, they will be asked to leave. Mm-hmm. And they were treated as such. Yeah, and that's super important because one of the things I had brought up on last episode of this podcast was about unicorns feeling safe and yeah. making sure that they communicate with somebody else. Like, hey, listen, I'm here, but like, I need you to have my back from afar. Watch mm-hmm. what I'm doing, making sure and... I know Spencer does that really well. You know, he does it for you. He does it for Fluffy Tornado and, you know, whomever else may be in our company. And it just makes me feel so happy that you can be super free and go and do what it is that you want to do, but also feel like somebody is watching out for you. And that's one of the most... Especially that was my first time. It was my first time being in open orgy, open... um, interactions the way i learned about the swinger life it was very hush hush and backyards or you know between friends Mm -hmm. this was my first time being in a setting that you can actually pick and choose who you like Mm -hmm. and how you like it to be done and then um the girl the the couple that the amazing couple that i had met they pulled out what was called a unicorn gun and they oh, had unicorn gun. Yeah, pop, pop, pop. and they had pellet balls. And... <laughs> so she she shot me down. She's like, "That's my unicorn." Oh, that's super funny. I got shot down. That was the fun part, and I was like, "But what's wait a on unicorn? New Year's?" Yeah, I saw that. I mm-hmm. saw pictures of that somewhere. You I had, had a the, video, the and you're uni- like, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> I had the black wings. I was. Um, I was very nervous because I was like, what is a unicorn, though? She, and then they briefly explained, you're, you're a single woman. We are swingers because we're couples. You're a unicorn because you're single. You're magical. It is very rare that you find singles in the lifestyle community. Yeah, and to be clear, to be a unicorn... Generally speaking, the true definition is is that you as a unicorn would play with both the both partners involved. It's not one usually. I mean those compositions do exist, but generally there is like an open flow between the three of you to be a true unicorn. True. But also you find unicorns that are not into men. Mm-hmm. And they're very, very single, sexy women and they wanna be part of the of to enjoy the wives, they want to be part of the orgies, but they're straight lesbians. Mm-hmm. Or some of us have our partners at home, and we'll come out to the lifestyle as a unicorn, 
But our biggest interest is mainly the ladies. Mm-hmm. But that's not a true definition of a unicorn, though. Nah, the so unicorn does are... what she likes. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that, like, somewhere you float in between your own special magical mm-hmm. unicorn. Because I do agree that there's compositions kind of, of every single level. But to be clear on what the definition is, that's what it is. One of the reasons why I don't like labels, though, is for that very reason, because not everybody fits into what that description is. Not all of us want to be he and she anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. We, him, and her. That's right. So it gets, like, a little bit messy on, like, where everybody gets themselves bucketed in. Because, I mean, you know, like, even with us, like, there are times where, like, you know, I'm only involved with the girl. Like, yeah, he has, like, a sexual chemistry with an individual but you know so there are so many different compositions open v closed v there's like sometimes i'll come in and i'll catch the eye of a beautiful woman and she'll come over give me a big kiss and a hug and we'll dance and then the husband will look at me like hey i want to kiss her too and i will have to let him know right there i usually walk around with the dildo on me or <laughs> some type of large penis shape and when i what i use with that as a guard to show the men i am the dick <laughs> i love it so but, much too <laughs> but i do like men and i enjoy the company of a sexy man i'm just very selective with how i uh, how it reaches and touches me because i'm very closed off and guarded right yeah but i do come in and i'll dance with the dudes and um what i what i enjoy about with you missy and with spencer is every time it's um there hasn't been one time yet every time we've been together your husband is very respectable he hasn't touched me inappropriately he doesn't try to kiss me inappropriately and when you're not around or when you're in the bathroom or you're uh, there were times that you weren't feeling well and you went to sleep he was six feet or more away from me the whole time yeah he didn't try to say come on luna come lay down with me while missy's sleeping or any of that right and i honestly i learned something new with you on that subject like unhinged husbands make us feel uncomfortable i like a woman that's in control yeah Uh, i'm attracted to younger younger girls but i am most desire i most desire a woman that's in control Mm -hmm. and that right there we need to work on yeah i do think that though that comes down to the foundation of one's relationship true you know i think that you know, you have to be super secure within the lifestyle and be really transparent. And listen, like, he and I have our bumps in the roads when it comes down to lifestyle. So it's not like, you know, we're all, like, sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. But we manage it in a way that it's not super disruptive. And we manage it in a way that it would never impact the surrounding people that we bring into our company. Because our main objective is making everybody feel safe and for them to be themselves. And you know? it's always at home first. So you're at home has to be solid before anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a matter of fact. You know, you can't go into the lifestyle having breaks, insecurities or, you know, broken bumps in your relationship because I do find that that's when those moments happen. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some sort of thirsty aspect that comes out that they're trying to overcompensate for that they're not getting at home and 
that's why I feel so passionate about the podcast because it's bringing awareness to topics like this that like, okay, maybe not everybody wants to hear it. Mm -hmm. And maybe not everybody wants to take an internal look inside and say, you know what, maybe I do need to fix that to make sure I'm being my best lifestyle self around those that need me to be that, which is all of us, you know? So I do really appreciate you saying that. We created a checklist. Mm -hmm. Do you want to go through that? Yes. Do you have it? Yes. And so while she's bringing up the checklist, I also want to bring up this point because, you know, clearly we've established such a great relationship. Mm -hmm. And when we first met, going back to my hardcore ways and you being so open and wanting to be sharing, I think that you wanted to share your joy and happiness and find peace within everybody when you first meet them and share a moment, you know? And I didn't I know that when I first met you. So oh we God. were at I want, I want If I feel something really good or I felt like growth or I gained money or fortune, I always bring it back to the person sitting next to me. Yeah. And that's like one of the most favorite things that I love about you. But when I first met you, we were at Fusion Party and you came up to me and you just gave me a hug or whatever it was. I was like, whoa. I'm I tried like, to, what the I fuck? Tried I think to you kiss tried to you. kiss her. First, I don't know what tried it happened. She was like, what the fuck? He's <laughs> like, wait, but I don't know you. Like, but what's your name again? And because I wear so many different costumes and wigs, we had hanged out and you met me, but yeah. you didn't recognize oh me. My God. Yeah, she came in as like Harry Potter, I think, that night yeah. or something. And so it, I... I'm using this as an example to show that, like, in my moments, <laughs> I, I am hardcore, but you clearly can work through them and communicate yeah. and be on the same page. Because a little bit later on that night, we talked and you were I like, I felt like I we created a negative impact with that interaction. Yeah. I didn't want to stay with it. Yeah. So it was like, my friends were like, no, don't worry. Missy's always bouncing. She works at the boutique and a lot of people be trying to kiss up on her. I don't blame her. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I don't blame her either. But I have to say something. Yeah. And then I waited for you to be on your own. And I took my opportunity yeah. and came up and I reintroduced myself in the appropriate way. Like, hey, my name is Luna. I think you're so wonderful. I've just been admiring you for the past few parties. And I'm sorry that I tried to kiss you without you. And then you just like, oh, so sorry. And, it, <laughs> and that's exactly how it happened. And I appreciated it so much. Number one, that you didn't get so offended that I reacted that way. But then also that you were just so open-minded to understand that, you know what, maybe like we can regroup this for a second. Cause I, you can always. Yeah. And it makes me happy because look at sitting here with the three of us today is who the yeah who the heck would have have known that we would have grown into such like a wonderful. I appreciate you for being the way you are because I see you in your element, and you have you have dildos, you have plugs around you, you got all the sex toys, and you have all the creeples touching your stuff, moving it, trying to grab you in the meantime, and honestly, I. I respect that. Like, I know that you, like, you got a lot of people that be on you Mm -hmm. without giving you the respect that you desire and deserve. Yeah. So They think the role of just, you know, Mizzy Bender is like a sex goddess. mm -hmm. And they just don't get that, like, you know, that's that's so much more. You can't just, it's not just because we're in this lifestyle that it's just open season. Yeah. Protect your unicorn, but you also got to guard your group. Yeah. 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 And, you know, do you have the checklist out? Because one of the things on the checklist was why I feel so firmly and strongly about doing this podcast with you is because we've literally spent the entire month of August and now the first weekend in September together. So five weekends in a row, 
where we've been in many lifestyle scenarios and it was an, it was a new opportunity for me for from a learning perspective because you are such a unique individual and you do fly and flutter so much that I think that people number one have a misinterpretation of our dynamics and relationship because people automatically go and think oh, they're all fucking and this is what it is but the chemistry is a different type of intimacy in my opinion you know and when we bring you to the event yeah we're bringing you as a unicorn but you're not our property it's not like we're like okay you only belong to us in this particular thing no like we want you to go have a good time be free but make sure you're safe mm -hmm. with that in mind i'm always going to be keeping an eye on you yeah, and if something seems out of place or not right or somebody's being too on you i'm totally going to intervene I love that. Sometimes maybe I don't know if it's the right time, but I don't give a fuck. Right. Because from the outside, looking in, you need that at that moment in time. You could mm -hmm. go back to it if you want, if you feel like that's the right thing. But there have been moments that I've watched that I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is not good. Yeah, let's talk about the boat. Yes. So. The, the, the party boat. Yeah. So you met this couple. Well, no. Everybody, I we think, were, almost at the same time. We were at the ta I was at the boutique, and mm. you went for a smoke, and the boutique got left alone. Mm. I was invited to come smoke with you guys, but I decided to stay standing there because there were too many people around your stuff. Mm -hmm. You didn't ask me. Yeah. I just did that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to have some peace of mind, so I took over the boutique for a moment. And there was this beautiful couple, mm -hmm. and... They were very impressed by my customer service skills. And then when you came back, they realized that I did not work with you. I wasn't working for you. I was just a standby. So they took initiative. I, I get that a lot from couples where they see that I'm single and I'm freelancer. And they think they're going to convince me to go home with them. Mm -hmm. or, and the woman was very aggressive um not to mention this couple that we're talking about they were this was their first lifestyle party it was and yes it was their first party oh. in my opinion they both drank too much agreed and that was a big no-no you know because it did make them very aggressive it looked sloppy yeah like and i feel like at every moment like the gentleman was trying to like either push his wife on you or maybe himself but mm -hmm. at one point in time i came up and i was just like are you good because like this is this looks uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, thank you for that. I don't... it became a little too aggressive. Yeah. And then later on in the boat night, I was out on the dance floor. And listen, of course I get naked at the events and stuff. But it also depends on, like, what my environment is, who's around me, what's going on, blah, 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 blah. As I mentioned, the DJ was having some fun with me, so I decided to take my top off, right? The second I took off my top, I had, like, every fucking hands there, like, on me, and it made me overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So I immediately was like, okay, I'm good. I got to go to the side and put on my jacket or whatever. The second I did that and moved off to the side, the woman in this composition slapped my ass really hard. And I turned around, and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> then later on, when we were chatting about it, and I was sharing that, you were like, oh, they were asking for me to go home with you. Yeah. Uh, they wanted you to go home with them. And you're like, no, I'm going home with them over there. And the girl kind of got like a little catty. Yeah, she was a little weird. I um, 
I didn't know what to do about that because I don't I, I don't like disrespecting a woman that I just made her come on the dance floor. Right. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> well, no disrespect after you squirted all over my sneaker. <laughs> yeah. And all, but, yeah, there was know. a lot of different moments going but on with this particular couple. I liked couple, but... her all the way up to that moment right. when she um, said to me, you're going home with her? And I'm like, yeah, of course, look at her, like... It just because you see me as a freelancer and I bounce from place to place, I'm not looking for a landing. I already had my landing. Mm-hmm. That's what I think that's what makes me a different kind of yes. unicorn. Yeah. But I literally had to tell her, like, just for you saying that, you're probably never going to talk to me again. Yeah. And in this scenario, we bring it up for a few reasons. Number one, nobody should have their hands put on them without permission and boundaries. Consent. Specifically in that kind of manner too nobody wants to be like what if people don't like us slaps you know and you can't be i guess that would be classified as it's not jealousy because i don't really know but like a caddy type of thing so petty about it yeah like guys we're grown-ups situations cannot happen like that in the lifestyle right you're either Mm -hmm. gonna click with somebody and they're gonna want to go home with you and that's fucking fantastic or they're not you need to take that as, like, your own fucking ribbon and move the fuck on, you know? And so things like that, super not cool. So, you know, if you're watching some of this from the side and if you do see that there's somebody new at the event, maybe chit-chat with them and, you know, encourage them not to maybe drink so much or, you know, give them some water or whatever it may be. I'm always intervening with water and trying to get people to, you know, settle down or just, like, I regroup. I think it's so attractive when you can be your best self so if you are looking to have the time of your life, don't think that you need to be so lit yeah. or under the influence to find your best self because I accept you at you know at your finest. And mm-hmm. if you take too much drugs or you're drinking too heavily, you look very unattractive to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know about any of the other unicorns, right. but I, I'm definitely not interested in having somebody slobbering all over my face and sweating on me like that. Right. And <laughs> I no. want to, yeah, no. no. And I want to make another ending point with this particular scenario. Had you come up to us and said, oh, I'm going to go home with this couple, I would have honestly turned around and said to you, no. And the only reason why I would have said no is because you came with us. It's not because I didn't want you to have a good time with them or because of my personal experience with them. something happens to me. You pick me up at my house and you, we have plans to be together. You're bringing me back home and now I'm trying to leave with some other couple. Yeah. Like I, that would be an immediate no. So that's not, Mm -hmm. that's not me being jealous or that's not me you know, saying, like, don't have a good time, that's me protecting you. I've had unicorns do that to me. And And they're like, I'm going to go with this person. Well, I'll be right back. And I literally had to leave the situation I was in just to guard them. Like, no, where you're going, I guess I'm going with you because, you know, you're my unicorn. Right. And you you can't do that. If you bring them to the event or to wherever it is that you're going, you need to take that person home with you because they are your responsibility. And so in that particular scenario, I also wanted to make mention that that is what my ending point would have been for those reasons only, Mm -hmm. not because... You know, I didn't want you to have a good sexual experience. And that's cool. We never really talked about that. I love that you brought it up. Yeah. Well, and there's I, a lot I actually feel the same way. I'm yeah. glad that we all have a mutual agreement with yeah. that. I, with I ain't them. never leaving you somewhere. You mm. come with me, you leave with me. We're leaving together. Carry, throw you over my shoulder and carry you out no, like a bag of real. potatoes. That's right. We travel far. Mm-hmm. And um, 
No, everybody have your better interests. That's no. exactly right. And Most I learned. Most people be looking out for their own. No. Yeah, and, and and it ain't the interest they looking out for. Yeah, and I learned at one of the other events recently that that is how it is. You know, like listen, sometimes we get sick, we eat bad things, or you know, sometimes I get sick because I, you know, the alcohol didn't sit well with like what I, you know, who the fuck knows why we get sick. Some things happen. You don't want things come up. Yeah, but that one night when we were at that other party and you weren't feeling well. Oh, and the that, dairy issue. Yeah, and the gentleman came out of the bathroom and was like immediately like felt very aggressive towards. He was different because he asked me like, are you okay? Like, I know this girl. I've never seen her like that. And he's asking me, what did I take? What did I, if, as if I tried a new drug or anything. Mm-hmm. I... Hello, uh, Luna Skies here. I only like to smoke weed. If anything, you'll probably see me take a shot once in a while. And I like taking like shroomies, but very to the micro Mm -hmm. dosing levels. Mm -hmm. I'm hype and hyper and laughing and dancing when I'm at my sober. So like I tried to stay away from drinking, even hitting my vape, my 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 marijuana pen too much because it will make me sit down and not mm-hmm. interact too right. much. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you want to be like. Flowy. But this guy was like, "Oh, what did you take? What did you take?" And when we did not reciprocate the energy he wanted, he t- he he turned like a switch on the on the la- on the lamp, oh, and said all these awful words and calling us out of our name. Very, yeah. very, very distasteful behavior. Yeah, it was, you know, so I'm going to call out a few things on this scenario. Number one, you know, had you been up there by yourself oh and God. not had like a buddy with you, like, I don't really know where that scenario oh could have escalated don't to. Punch him in the nuts. Right. And wow. so, you know, <laughs> never leave your unicorn unattended. <laughs> if she needs to go to the bathroom or if she's not feeling well or. You know, whatever the circumstances are, you always, always oh, you buddy. In the, like... Looking for the ultimate adult entertainment night of your life? Check out mindbenderparties.com. Subscribe to our mailing list to receive the latest event listings and updates. Mindbender Parties, where life is anything but ordinary. In the lifestyle education videos, and if you go to like the the meet and greets the, the where you meet for lunch and they explain to the newbies or mm-hmm. what we they call mm-hmm. um they will tell you as couples that you need to have personal time before and after certain events so at first when i became a unicorn i was explained that if i go if i spend too much time with my couple i could be interfering in their healing process before and after events mm-hmm. so it was like no you can't you can't take your unicorn home with you and um the way that i used to exercise that was i, I would have my couple go to bed together and I will pick another place in the house so I could have my own personal time. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought like, oh, I'm stepping in too much. I'm, I'm, I'm like overwhelming my couple. But <clears throat> I strongly disagree with that. I, I do agree that you guys need your personal time. And I do. I give you guys that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll see you guys. Okay, I'm going to give you guys your one-on-one time and I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. I, I know when the moment comes. But honestly... If you show up at an event with a certain single ladies, I think that you should, yes, take them home with you or actually bring them home yourself and Mm -hmm. make sure that this 
unique individuals in a safe space before you turn back to your regular life. Yeah, I do agree with that. And I think that you are really good at separating the spaces. Mm -hmm. I could see where that point of view of like not bringing them back home into your bed type thing yeah, just because if of I jump in a bed like with that. you guys while you're reconnecting mm-hmm. you're not gonna get the full reconnect now you have luna reconnect yeah and now you got luna on your brain and and your and your husband got luna on the brain mm-hmm. you were supposed to have spencer on the brain and spencer's supposed to have miss on the brain so the way i was able to execute that happily was I would sleep on the couch mm-hmm. and my couple would go sleeping together with mm-hmm. the bed. It was always the best comeback when you guys wake up and you see me like, hey, like, <laughs> oh, um, compared to if we had a whole night together mm-hmm. and then I jump in the bed with you guys and I continue the night into the next day until I leave. I feel like that stresses the couples mm-hmm. out. I think it really depends on the, the couples. couples. The yeah, unit. I, I, you know, I, Spencer I and I that. don't. Yeah, because Spencer and I don't flow that way, and Spencer and I could, you know, Spencer and I don't change our relationship composition are, based um, upon you being here. Right. We are always who different. we are at all times. This is the life we live. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people live that life on the weekend. Yeah, only on the weekend. Right, or you know, they that this is their getaway where they can't they can be who they want to be. Where That's true. their normal day life, it's like shh shh. Yeah, no, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is how we really live. Yeah. And it makes it a very different interaction. And that's why we protect our energies Mm -hmm. the way that we do. And Uh, I think my couple was better with me staying with them Mm -hmm. in comparison to the days that I drove home straight from the club. Yeah. Because the next day we would get together and have breakfast and walk the dogs and sit on the couch talking for hours a lot of that Mm -hmm. might be them actually i hate to say using but using your energies to replace what they don't have or or filling in the blank of something that was missing Mm Yeah, I be telling people sometimes, like I meet couples in the lifestyle, and I'd be like, "I think you guys need a unicorn in your life." Well, yeah, not, but, not me, yeah, but not you me. I'm not a up for grass. I was just gonna say though, but like you need <laughs> to be, you need to be careful though, because some of the things that I've realized about you mm. is I think that you generally just like to make people happy. Mm-hmm. So I think that sometimes you even participate in situations that you might not not necessarily really Agreed. totally want to engage in, but you know that that's gonna make that person feel happy, so you want to do it for them, and it gives back to me. In an abundance just knowing that I, I know sometimes I'll notice something that you don't notice and when I emphasize that in you it makes me feel so much greater. Yeah. I earn nothing yeah. but happiness. Yeah. You're, you're right. But, but it also has this negative too. Right. And with like the sexual experiences since you are so I'm going to say conservative because you are. You're very choiceful in how you do things. I think that when you get in the element, you're like, okay, let's play. But not with just, like, any person in general. Like, you know, you do have your way of figuring out what those connections are. And so I don't know why the heck I was saying this originally. But I think, oh, I know. You're not supposed to be, like, the fix, right? You can't come in and be like, oh, I see you and Spencer, you know, don't necessarily talk all the time, so I'm going to come hang out on Sunday and be your facilitator. Yeah. You know, that's not your job as a unicorn. Your job is to come because Spencer and I, you know, love our lifestyle. and Yeah, and right, and we can share it with you openly and make you feel like you're a third person in this and not, you know. Not your therapist. 
Right, yeah, and, and not just with therapy, therapy and, but and just not like a hey, villain either. Yeah, you right, know, exactly. Like that's the important hmm. part of yeah. it. Is, is it has to be a mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah, right. True. Open communication. Yeah, yeah. So I think that yeah. First off, you have to be able to communicate super hardcore on what you're willing to do as a unicorn, right? Because right. as we already mentioned, there's so many different levels to it, and your idea of it is different to what the next person's idea of it. And not every unicorn is going to be the same. And every couple is going to be different. Right. So for you to be able to strongly communicate what it is that you need or want from our relationship is super important. I got to know what I want first. Mm-hmm. Like um a lot of a lot of the time if I feel like um couples think that people just need convincing or not necessarily couples but sorry guys, but you think that us ladies need convincing. But a lot of us like me I already knew what I wanted before I even left the house. Mm-hmm. I already knew how. I already decided. I'm the type of girl that I always know what I want to eat. <laughs> I, <laughs> I always. You, you ask me, are you ordering some food? What do you want? I always know what I no want to eat. No dairy. Right. There's yeah. no dairy. No. <laughs> like, I don't need convincing. You're right. not going to, ch- and you're not going to be able to change my mind. So right. if I come off with a certain aspect that you fell off of me, Take a second look because I'm very kind and flirtation could be easily misdirected for kindness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kindness could be misdirected for flirtation. Fuck yeah. And specifically in the lifestyle because, and that's the thing, you know, recently I just had to have a conversation with Spencer where I'm like, I cannot have my kindness be misinterpreted Mm -hmm. for a sexual like response. Not but that it's a sexual you come response, off in a, but in an honest way, yeah, you're not rude. I've seen no. you. You don't yeah. have a Batman voice, and you don't growl at people like how I do. Yeah, but then now you're a bitch. Yeah, how dare you call me a bitch for telling you you're condescending and you're being rude? Right, and going back to that moment when that scene was happening with this aggression, that was a trigger for me. And that's what people don't realize. You know, people go through things in life that not everybody knows what their journey is. In that moment in time, that particular moment flashed me back to a lot of different things that like legit, like I work really hard to move past. And in that moment for that to happen at a lifestyle event while I'm trying to protect you, Mm -hmm. I was like, this is, this is beyond anything that I have ever felt. I was so shook in that moment. You were so kind and collective when you responded to him and, and just by him um, saying, and you get that a lot. I just was, because you don't want to flirt and be and be um, bubbly doesn't mean that you're a total bitch. Right. And there are time and place for those moments. There's a time and place for you to be open and welcoming. And then there's a time and place for you to feel like, Please just give us some space in a moment because we need that right now, you know? And so with these few scenarios that have gone on with us over the last couple of months, it just gave, over the last couple of weeks, it just gave me a different perspective on how important it is to really watch over. You know, like I watch over anyways from a a group perspective, but on a more intimate level like this. You notice how um, Spencer... 
he always he's like a magnet for this um the unicorns mm. or people will come up to him like are you the guy from Mindbender? Uh, yeah. Are you the face from he's the, definitely a magnet for your brand. Mm -hmm. And then he'll bring over the single unicorns to us cuz he's like oh, well look at what I found here. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And, yeah, he go look here. Here, here, here you can you can talk to Mitzi. She's nice and then I'm all, I'm right around the corner too. Yeah. And I, what I've learned from the the new interactions with new with, because for me I I I like to ride the unicorns. Mm -hmm. I don't really come into the lifestyle looking for couples mm -hmm. or wives. I mainly like to chase the rainbow, and I like the unicorns. <laughs> like Skittles, yeah. they all taste good. I'll be, I'll be the pussy riding on that unicorn when we come in the door. And she gets so excited about it, too. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, she's like, I'm going to get me some. <laughs> like, I met when we when we met the new unicorn last yeah. night, and she said, well, I her rules were that she usually goes with the flow or whatever the people are doing around her. And I felt like I needed to stop her and not even let her finish her sentence to let her know, wait, you're single? She's like, yeah, I'm single, but you live the lifestyle. She's like, what do you mean by that? I was like, you live like a swinger, but you're, you're single. She said, yeah, I, I swing, but I'm single. I said, but that means that you're a unicorn. And she looked at me like, what is that? The same face that I had from my dom when she said it to me. And I said, no, that means that you're special. You're unique. You're, we're probably the only two unicorns in this whole place. But that, but do you know what that means? And she said, yeah, that means like uh, you asked her about her rules and what she gets to how she plays. And she said, well, I do what everybody else is doing and I go with the flow. And I was like, no. Your unicorn, you make your own rules. You have a sit down with yourself, with your higher self, your shadow self, and your inner self, and figure out what the fuck you really want mm -hmm. with yourself, with the people around you, and how you want your love life to go. Because the lifestyle is not for everybody. And yes, you're going to be kissing a lot of frogs before you find that prince. Not that you're looking for a prince, because, hey, I'm a princess. <laughs> you can look at me. No. But I felt like she needed to understand that she's she's a unicorn. you got to make your own rules, but you also need to know who you are and how you want to stand on it. Yeah, you got to be super strong and confident in that role and not just flow. It's exactly right. And I think that is a really great point to put out to everybody, because I do think that many number one like unicorn hunting is a terrible a terrible I see thing that. Because... i see a lot of guys saying hey i'm looking for a unicorn or the wives like any unicorns free yeah and i'm just like okay maybe what that means right maybe everybody should stop looking at unicorns as like not human beings as like they're actual real individuals that are sitting am amongst us right next to us mm -hmm. and i i just feel like it's so it's such an unattractive thing, you know, and that's probably another reason why I felt really passionate about doing this I podcast this with idea. you because I think that it's super important for people to hear like the true vulnerable aspect of what it's like for the single females to go into an event, you know, by themselves because it is a very unnerving, unsettling environment if you're not with the people it's like throwing them into a fucking shark tank. <laughs> yeah, it is exactly. Swim, bitch. Right, exactly. We see it. The predators. Oh, the you know the male unicorns don't. They have the same similar struggles, just like us. Oh, too. I'm sure of it, but I just have not. 
had an experience with them to have I've a had perspective some experiences on it. with the man i think we call them manicorns <laughs> i've had some great experiences mm-hmm. and um really it's all about knowing who you are and how you stand on it yeah because the the male unicorn that we met first he was so sloppy and he was like telling everybody that he came in with me just so he can meet more women or have more interactions oh no and i was having women come up to me like hey so this guy said he's with you and now she wants to meet me and i'm like what what guy who said he was with me who that guy he's for everybody girl that's man me you could have that make sure you tell him to forget my name yeah but oh shit. <laughs> yeah for real he we rode him like a donkey anyway <laughs> Then we met a conservative manicorn, and he was very sophisticated. He was he was very self very clean. So he understand how to move around us. He protected us, and he respected himself. So honestly, I give big ups to that male unicorn. Yeah, that is really important because the guys do need to be treated. He laughed. He played with Mm -hmm. us. He was very, but also he made us feel so safe and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the night, everybody was his best friend, even the guys. See, and that's the most important thing. You can't come in like a bull in a china shop, right? Right. You got to just like chill and just find your peeps that you're going to blend. Style was all about was freedom of self. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be judgment free. Accepting of everybody. And for the couples, I like to see the couples have have the lifestyle for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you really living for? Did you come here alone? No. Do this for her. Mm-hmm. And for her, do it for him. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not going to have the best time unless you understand that. Right. And you can't just do it because one wants to do it and you think it's going to be a fix or... You know, no. not at all. You got You both got to be open, no, willing, and wanting. Yeah, you got to all be open, willing, and wanting. And that was like the same thing, the same choice I had to make when, you know, I met Spencer. I knew what his yeah. lifestyle was. And it was either like, am I going to be open and accepting to all these different things? Can my mind handle it? Do I even emotionally understand what this means? Mm-hmm. And it took me probably like a good year for me to even feel comfortable enough to understand that our relationship doesn't our relationship is not defined by the lifestyle thank you you know what i mean like we are who we are and we just love our lifestyle but it took me a while to understand the differences between that you know Mm. so you do you have to be super open about it go back to the checklist yeah i love this we wanted to set up a checklist So you know how to talk with your unicorns. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know how to perform it so it can be successful for you. Yeah. And one of the things was about um, leaving your drinks unattended. Oh, yeah. You know, like somebody, another unicorn reached out to me and was like, oh, you know, if I were to say one thing, this would be my top thing to put on the list. Now, I don't think anybody should leave their drink unattended, um, but specifically you know, the unicorns, you know, always make sure somebody's watching your drink You're, because you could be targeted. Mm-hmm. They, people will undermine you and think that you're alone or she don't have nobody. Mm-hmm. In reality, I want every unicorn to know if you're where I'm at, you are never alone. Yeah. You just uh, announce you yourself fly to with me. the other unicorns. Yeah, you fly with us. Mm-hmm. Or you let me, I'll ride you exactly where you need to go. No. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
I'll show you this rainbow. No, I've seen that firsthand. You never feel like you need to be alone. Yeah. Excuse and, me, ladies. And uh, you really you move. Yeah. yeah. And you did do that really well because going back to the Hamptons White Party, I had oh. shared how we did have a new unicorn who came into the mix. And I thought it was really nice for her to be able to spend time with everybody together since it was a new environment for her. She had never been in the lifestyle, dabbling in what this could mean for her. So to be able to surround herself with all of us beforehand, and specifically you as a unicorn, I think you guys bonded and were able to kind of just, you know, go and explore and do your things in a safe way. I didn't know that she was so fresh. Mm. Oh, yeah, she was super she fresh. She was super brand new. Mm-hmm. She had barely any... You were like, I'm going to break that in. <laughs> you there, you like, I'm going to break that in. I said, okay, but um, I was very aware. I stopped drinking and stopped smoking. Mm-hmm. I sobered up completely. Yeah. Uh, and when I brought her into the part, into the playroom, we had an interaction. We started an interaction but she changed her mind mid beginning, mm-hmm. meaning, I um I started kissing the girl and she was two, and then the guy started trying to kiss her and she kissed him back. She looked okay with it, and then she changed her mind. Mm-hmm. And when I seen that she looked at me a certain way, I didn't know what it meant, but I knew that I couldn't ask her in the moment that we were in. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the woman I was with and I told her, I'm sorry, but I have to excuse myself. And I, then I grabbed her husband. I said to him, she's ready for you. Mm-hmm. I already had her. And then I, <laughs> as they went back to co- reconnecting as a couple, I snatched up my unicorn and I took her out and asked her if she was okay. And she and she told me, honestly, I didn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's get out of here. We yep. went back outside and we sat with you guys. Mm-hmm. We had some food. Yep. And honestly, it was like nothing really bad happened. But that, but it was mainly because, you know, we were able to establish a great friendship in the two days before, prior to the party. We did not have any sexual, sexual interactions together, um, but we still had open communication. And the fact that she looked at me and I was able to catch that vibe, um, you, you know, not every, I know opportunities don't always come for you, but... Not every opportunity is meant for you. And what I feel is if my unicorn is uncomfortable in front of an opportunity that I really wanted, I think I would rather situate my unicorn because there's always going to be another, the right opportunity is going to come. And I think that that's like a really great thing to bring up. First point I wanted to make is... um, I don't even think that's just for unicorns, though. Even no, but in general, just even in general, when you're a couple too. Like if your if your husband's not feeling it, he give you that look. Take a time to, from the space and and environment to reconnect with yeah. with your soul self and your partner. The, the problem is though, is that that people don't do that though, oh. and they're selfish. And in those moments is when all of the friction and controversy starts to pop up within the dynamics of what the lifestyle is because not many people, oh, I didn't see the sign. I didn't, you know, you they just didn't want to see the too. sign. Yeah, but... You can't always be yeah. there for each other. Right. But you can try a little harder and love your fucking life. Right. Love your unicorn or the person you came with. And I would love to bring up the fact that after we left us the, 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 the party room mm-hmm. and we reconnected with you guys girl 
we went back into that party room together mm -hmm. with the people that we came with mm -hmm. and i promise you if you ask my unicorn she had a better time right. the second and right. third round what the first one was was rocky for her mm -hmm. and if i imagine how she would have felt about herself if i didn't give her the time and space to be herself right and that i think is what making somebody feel safe at an event is right number yeah. one you had the awareness of okay you know what i have to like pay attention to whether or not she's comfortable or not to and make sure to plus and, she was um one of our uh one of our girlfriend's friends mm -hmm. she wasn't not particularly connected to us but you knew of her in a way right. if i would if, if if nobody would have found out that i let her friend <clears throat> into a bad situation it would never stop coming up. Right. I would have had trust issues, yeah. even with myself. How can I let her down? She was right. new. Yeah, I, I, I would have. I would. You see, I had some experiences when I was new, and now that I have that knowledge and experience on me, I will hope to make sure that nobody else around me goes through the same thing. Yeah, and I will shout out across the room because I've been like here in the corner on the couch and across the room. A random guy is messing with one of my girls that I came in with, and I was I literally said shouted, "Hey, stop!" And they both looked at me, and she's like, "What? I'm just gonna?" I said, "No." Yes, I looked at the guy. You're just gonna leave. And he's like, "What did I do?" I said, "Don't touch any of mine." He's like, "But you said that one was yours." I said, "They're all mine. Any of these women and men in this room that came with me." are going to be okay with me and I can't see it. I don't even want to see it mm -hmm. and I clearly I, I just stood up it's I literally stopped what I was doing because I was getting some nice over here mm -hmm. to tell I made sure this guy left yeah, yeah yes sir you're going to leave right and I think that <laughs> right exactly Bye. that's why I do care about you so much because mm -hmm. you do stand up when the moment's right to say you like should. you know and, and a lot of people don't do that and you and sleep so... at night how you sleep at night you well, don't stand up for yourself it's like i put up a post on facebook the other day and it was something like um i don't know not everybody has like the guts to say what's on their mind but i sure as do that's why i don't have that many friends and i'm like you know what, well, what? would i rather be hated for the shit that yeah. i say and that's honest and true than right. to not say it at all and i rather you know who i am as a true person and know that i will have your back regardless sure. when the time comes down to it and i don't fuck with many people so if i am fucking with you there's a reason why mm -hmm. and you know and I think that you have that same quality too, <laughs> which is why I think we mesh so well. well. It's it's okay. It's okay for even for other people outside of, of me to tell me how they really feel. You want to tell me you don't like me or you didn't like how I did that? Please do. Mm -hmm. Let me know because I I make room for failure so I can have space for growth. Yeah. So if you don't if you don't like, oh, pull me over, Luna. I'm feeling some type of way. Oh, what's up? Talk to you. Can talk, mm -hmm. and you know what? What's the worst thing? The the bitch is gonna shun you and, and go on her way. If that Peace. happens, fuck it. Right, Let they weren't meant go. to be there anyways. Then you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that we touched all the points so, that we too. had on our list here that we thought was important for our sharing of this podcast. Would you say through your journey? that there was like one moment that was like such a monumental learning that you think others should be aware of it from a perspective standpoint? Yeah. What is it? Um, if we can narrow it down, um, 
it would be my experiences with the unicorns mm -hmm. and this whole topic and I think that's why you brought me here because out of the whole LS my whole L lifestyle experience the monumentals are with the unicorns mm -hmm. um, and it's mainly about it's very personal if you are if you're open to it oh yeah yep all right well I was uh, with a unicorn guy and we had our own room and we invited what looked like lesbian couple there were two girls that said they only wanted to be with me and I was open to it and the guy the unicorn guy that I was with agreed to respect that so um, we brought them into our room and it was like, you know, the hotel takeovers after the parties. Mm -hmm. So she, they, we, we started mingling and I had the two unicorns with, uh, with me and the guy was in the other side of the room doing his own thing. He seemed like he didn't mind it. Mm -hmm. I had already introduced him to so many women that evening that I thought he was going to be okay with this one with where he had to sit it out. Yeah. I mean, that's what the two unicorns said at the door, that they only wanted to be with me. So, as I was engaged fully with one unicorn, I felt the other one, the second one, leave my side. Because you can't always look, you kissing and, and, and making moves on each other. You have your eyes closed or you have your head in places that you can't see everything. So Wait, I where exactly was your head? I was between her legs. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like a very serious conversation now. I, I had a, her on the 69 with her girlfriend. Her and her girlfriend were on my backside, and I was down here. And I felt the second girl leave my side. And so I look over, and she's kissing the unicorn man that I had with me. We're all unicorns here. But those two said they didn't want to be with men. And I have a lesbian unicorn, so I protect her. Mm -hmm. I know. Cause I don't want no guys to touch her. She don't, she already told me that's what she didn't want it. So when I asked her, "Hey, are you okay with that? Hey, what are you doing?" And I, of course, I like to slap men around, so I slapped him. And I said, "What are you doing?" And she said, "It's okay as long as he doesn't try to fuck me." Like she didn't want intercourse. Mm -hmm. No penetration. No penetration. Mm -hmm. So I led her to her freedom, like we talked earlier. I don't own her. I don't have real responsibilities for her. And she's a grown-ass woman. She knows what she wants. I know what I want. So I let them be, and I continued. I brought the unicorn I was with, and we're all in the same bed. And um, one unicorn is sitting on my face. I'm on my back. And the second unicorn girl is eating me out. And the guy unicorn came up behind her. And decided that he was going to... And she said it was okay. She said he could eat me out. He could finger me. But that's it. And she turned around from looking at me to tell him. But that's it. Okay? And he said okay. Next thing you know, he penetrated her. But she, she didn't seem to mind. And I stopped. And both of us were now sitting up watching them. And I'm telling her, are you sure? And her girlfriend that she came in with, she's like, um, you know, calling her by name. Are you sure? And she's like, yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Yes. Okay. So he, 
you know, I, 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 I was going to kick him off. Like, yeah. what are you doing? I was ready to kick him out of my room. And this girl that was with me was ready to do the same. But she didn't reciprocate. She seemed like she was enjoying herself and she was moaning and she was very sexy doing it. So we sat back and we watched. And then um, not even like five, ten minutes later, she changed her mind again and went running out of the door. Like she ran out of the room naked. Oh, man. That sounds like a real tough interaction. Uh, the difficulty with that was he didn't put on a condom. And he didn't have full consent. Mm -hmm. What made it worse was when we went into the hallway, the berserkers were out there. And a tall, bald man picked me up while I was kind of naked, removed me from my own hotel doorway, and proceeded down the hallway carrying me. And, his, and that's when... Um, uh, the 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 manager of the fusion parties and some of the dudes he was with like literally had to grab me off of him and be like what the fuck is wrong with you get the fuck out of here and you know they brought me back to safety but you know it that was that had to be what changed my whole lifestyle aspect my experience the way I dress things now the way I look at people like you really did if you like back if when you play back this story there was a red flag on every sentence yeah and i should have paid attention more to what was like we talked about earlier being present in the the time and space that you're sitting in rather than being in lust yeah. And taking an ecstasy out of the situation. And not necessarily ecstasy. It's like a euphoria yeah. state of mind where your body is here but your your soul and your and your and your spirit is not present. And so many things could go wrong and change your entire life. Yeah. And because of that one experience now you can share how to hopefully present prevent that with other unicorns which oh is yes the exact purpose that's why i am the way i am i look for the new unicorns of course i make it look so much fun like i'm about to, to show her the time where lit because i'm so much fun i'm already having a good time before you brought her to me yeah um so there wasn't anything that i designed to be around her she just stepped into my bubble mm -hmm. but that's really why i am i like them next to me because um like with the all white um, pool party I stopped smoking I stopped I stopped I was taking some sips on drinks I stopped even doing that mm -hmm. just so I could be full aware mm -hmm. because er every person next to you is important unicorn or not mm -hmm. um, but you also need to be open-minded and 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 identify the red flags even if lifestyle to to normal what it what we want to call the vanilla people is a red flag I get it, but you are not here to to be a um to ruin your whole life or the person next to you. You're here to make it better. Right. We're here to have fun and be better people. The fact that I could be naked and have sex wherever I want to, and the people around me are just going to nurture that or create the space so I can do that. Why don't we focus more on that? Right, and be less turned. <laughs> I a hundred percent though, and that's exactly that is exactly the mission of spreading the good love and peace of this podcast, which is always so funny because I'm like, I really do just want peace and love. <laughs> what do you want? I, like, I just want world unicorns. peace, exactly. 
And they're not disposables. Some right. of like no. couples, you guys get to go home and be together. A lot of us don't have that. We right. don't have somebody to go home to, somebody to talk about what we just went through, or how, how do you go home and say? I mean, when you're when you're a swinger, you can say to your family, "Yeah, we do this together." But when you're a unicorn, it's really difficult for me to say to my family what I do and how I play. Because, like, you're doing what? But you're by yourself? And who did though? Yeah. But, I mean, you also, your family also has, like, old school. Oh, my family's um, the best. Yeah, but they have, like, old school, like, wait, like, not rules of life, but, like, the way that you think that, like, you know, mm-hmm. being married and having babies, not being, you know, like, all those, like, old school, oh, traditions, traditions. maybe. Yeah. So I can see, you know, like Spencer and I are super open with our families. And sometimes I'm like, oh, it's really great. Other times I'm like, oh, this is real freaking weird. You know, like he'll come. Like you'll stop that in a sentence. Like maybe I shouldn't finish that. Yeah. Like we went to Spencer's parents for, for a barbecue yesterday. Oh, and immediately yeah, I met when the we were, parents. Yeah, immediately <laughs> I'm like cornered in the kitchen. So who's Luna? <laughs> What's this mm-hmm. about? And I'm like, oh. And what did your dad say? Like, how did you find her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, in those moments. She landed in a spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. But yeah. automatically people think like we've. We've already had sex, or we we're all, we're having sex, or or we're just ter- uh, turning each other out, mm-hmm. or oh no, this is your new girlfriend. And it's like, uh, aside from all the labels and stuff, I will just love. I love the fact that we lo- we're learning how to be better people together. Yeah. Wh- whatever the labels are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- and we're moving closer together. Sometimes we move afar, and then we move close again. And uh, trust, tr- I just, I trust that what it's meant to be will be. Yeah, 100%. And that's why, like, I don't really truly talk about my sexual activities. Like, I will talk about them, but, like, at zigzags moments and reference back to them, I'll never talk about them in true time because I never want anybody to, <laughs> to be able to identify who it is that I'm talking about from that person's privacy to my own privacy. Yeah, true. You know, because, like, I don't kiss and tell you I don't protect sh- or you, you protect your own. It's not just even your unicorn. No, it's that's about what I'm saying. Protecting, protecting their, their privacy and our privacy yeah. and just making sure, you know, because nobody should ever be in that position. And it is kind of awkward that people have to say weird things. I don't know why people can't just be friends and enjoy moments together because when stuff like that is said, then that leaves me to be that there's like a jealousy tone or some sort of strange thing, you know? And we should all just be able to hang out and coexist and and freely love one another and whatever that love exchange means. Mm-hmm. And I talk about the love all the time. Like, I'm not necessarily talking. Like, I'm not in love, but I can love so hard. Facts. And I can love so big. Mm-hmm. And I can love everybody differently because mm-hmm. everybody provides something so different to me. You know, like, you provide such a spiritual aspect of... Mm-hmm. The things that bring me peace and Spencer he doesn't have that he's understanding and accepting of how I feel with those types of things and he supports them because he loves me mm-hmm. but that's not his being you know so he feels something like, do you so feel different like we have different people in our lives for different reasons definitely yeah 
I feel that strongly. I think people come into your life to teach you a lesson. I think that people come into your life just for all sorts of different reasons. And I do think that there are times when they do leave your life because that was just part of it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you need to learn and grow from whatever that was for the next whatever's meant some to be some chapters end but that doesn't mean the, the that some chapters finish but it not mean the end of the book right it's exactly right like you know there are a lot of things you know everything in my life specifically i mean not all of it was great but i appreciate every single moment that i did live in whatever it was because it did taught me how to be and what i want what i don't want it taught me how to be super strong in the moments that i need to be really strong but then I have somebody like Spencer who shows me I don't need to be that way. And it doesn't have, have to, be, to be that uh, way. Yeah, you don't have to be strong all the time. Uh, and it's okay to put the mountains down. Yeah. That should be like the most, uh, gift, the greatest gift to the end of all the work that and the things that we've been through. Yeah. And so I think that you just fit with us really well because we all share that same mentality and it isn't always about sex you know i haven't that's that's what makes me a different type of unicorn Mm -hmm. because even when i when i first came in at the new year's and i every time i showed up for over six months i didn't have sex with anybody Mm -hmm. i mean i had some female interactions Mm -hmm. but uh touching me nobody really got to like touch me yet Mm -hmm. until like about um yeah, like four or five months after being introduced mm-hmm. where I've met some unicorns that they opened up completely on the first day. Um, that's why I, I identify myself very differently. I'm, I'm more like a fairy. I'm, I'm a raver fairy that, that got brought into the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that. Because I don't really... Um, uh, I don't really get into all of the when if there's an orgy that happens and I'm happened and I'm right there, I will dance around you guys um, and bounce back and forth or I'll even jump on the bed or I'll even grab I've grabbed the lube and squirted them. <laughs> for... like she says just like you with the lube. <laughs> I was gonna say, no, no, let's get lube. We'll talk about lube. And when I feel strongly aroused, that I feel like yeah, I feel like I when I I started like feeling aroused by it after a couple of months, but at first I it wasn't that I was turned off, but I wasn't turned on mm-hmm. and didn't feel like a, a connection that I felt that I, the day that I started like ha- actually having sex right. with them well I think you needed to like adjust to the elements around you you know it's a different it was scene. the other unicorns that really stimulated me mm-hmm. that uh, that's definitely a high point for me <laughs> the unicorns stimulate me highly yeah yeah uh, the, the 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 couples give me a lot of pressure mm-hmm. because it's like you oh, I kiss you I kiss him you guys kiss each other. What, what do you want me to do? Lick your head? No, I don't want to lick your balls. Uh, I don't know where to go. See, but that's the thing. But I think that that's the thing. Like, when a scenario is supposed to be meant to, you know, when it's supposed to happen, I think it will flow the way that it's supposed to, yes. and you won't, like, have to think so hard about it, you know? And I think that's just another reason why we're so protective on those that we play with, because we want to ensure that that is what the flow is going to be. Like and the unicorn gave me that face. I feel like I maybe would have damaged her if I didn't pay attention. Yeah, 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 I do agree. Taking her out and talking with her and re- reflecting, because we got to talk about what happened. 
that doesn't happen a lot with the with in my real in the relationships I've had in the past. Mm -hmm. Like you know, being able to say like, "Wow, like uh, that happened." Can we talk about it mm -hmm. in detail? Mm -hmm. And that's really important too, because like Spencer and I do that after mm -hmm. all of our you know, encounters right. and stuff like that, because you have to reflect, did something bother you? Is there something that we can change? You know, and it is the same with all this, all play partners. I think that you should have that conversation. Like mm. we used to, with the single guy that we played with, have that conversation, you know, was You guys anything... had a male unicorn? Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. so. I guess so. That is so hot. Yeah. I think it's so sexy. Oh yeah, it was really great. It was, it was really that, and, and that, because moment. God, the husbands are never open to any of that. Oh my God, it was the best dynamic that we ever had. And that was where I was able to like really express myself sexually because I felt so comfortable with the both of them. Yeah. And they both brought different kinds of like elements to push the boundaries on my own self. That's cool. And so it was some some of the compositions. <laughs> That's big of you though, Spence. Like I, I, I give you like full salute, bro. Well, you have to be... You got to be solid in your, you got to be solid in your number one right? to make for number two. Mm. Not number ones and number twos like number twos, no. but, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's got to be good at home to have that other dynamic. Yeah. And we played with him, like, it got down to we were playing with him, like, a couple times a week, I feel like. It was during COVID, so we didn't have any oh. other things to we do except for fuck. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have nothing else to do with fuck. But then, you know, it's something like that comes with other kinds of things. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to have conversation along the way. Because now it's like, oh, we're hanging out so many times a week. Are we just fucking now? Or are we going to hang out, like, normal? You know, so, like, there is a lot of communication oh, that needs to happen. expectations to moving forward. Yeah, oh, so, God. you know, like, the constant regroup. So, you know... I do think it's really important to have those touch based conversations mm -hmm. with everybody that you play with because X. it's a super important X. way to kind of like end all that. And with that being said, we have been talking for well over an hour and you're going to have to get to a ferry soon. So we got to return Luna to the module, which is really sad. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, we've had the time of our lives. We won't see you again until Dirty Circus, which is just two weeks, I think. Two weeks, press yeah. fast forward. Yeah, that's right. When are you going to come well, back? Well, I mean, Jesus, we don't know. We, we, oh. we don't know when next week. He's like, I got a ferry book for you, you know, Friday. You know, we'll see you. Say, you know, she did say she's free weekend. So, yeah, you know. yeah. I am. Yeah, so maybe we'll see you on Friday. Um, okay, so... Thank you so much for joining the show. And Spencer, I'm glad that you were able to be here and just listen in and chime in with, you know, just like your thoughts along the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So until next time, you guys, <laughs> be sure to go RSVP to My Minute Parties Boo 6, I think it is, which is going to be at Platforms, Rhode Island, Ooh. October 28th. And uh, by all of our sponsors, which is One Condom, Spunk Lube, Naughty Indulgence, Mizzy's Boutique, and is there anybody else? SDC. Oh, yeah, our biggest sponsor of all. Come on, Fusion. Now. SDC. Guys, pay attention to my lives on there also. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, topics, please let me know. MizzyBender at Outlook.com. Until next time, you guys, we'll talk to you super soon. The Mizzy Bender Show, where no topic is off limits. Join the one and only Mizzy Bender as she talks everything sex, curiosities, fantasies, and more. Subscribe to our mailing list to receive the latest event listings and updates.